Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is also simple, but Rocket can. Okay, I'm going to be hanging out here with you over the next four hours. I hope you had a tremendous holiday weekend. I'm being joined by super producer and host. Dave Shepard, Monday night football is going on, and it was a craptacular start. Oh, my goodness. The Indianapolis Colts are trying to show everybody that they know what football is. Heading into halftime, Pittsburgh led in Indianapolis 16-3. God bless the Indianapolis Colts. They didn't waste any time here in the start of the second half. They've made the game look competitive. Right now, Pittsburgh leads 16-10. to The Indianapolis Colts just scored a rushing touchdown. And good for them. And so obviously here over the next four hours, we're going to talk about a lot of NFL, a lot of the football that took place yesterday. Uh, I know tomorrow I'm really going to spend, or I'm really going to spend time on this, looking at all of the changes that have and, and continue to take place on the college football side. Now that we're, We've moved towards the end of the season. We're getting ready for bowl games and a national championship. We can look at coaches who have been hired, coaches who have been fired, you know, just organizations and and schools that are, are, are making moves. And then we'll also have a better idea of what the college football playoff will look like. So before we move forward and do anything, Talking about Aaron Rodgers, of course, talking about Tom Brady, talking about Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson and the Eagles and everything. Shep, how are you, man? You doing good? Jared, I'm always doing uh, fine when I'm with you, man. Great to be back with you. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, even though you never stopped working. Uh, But that's besides the point, man. Great to be with you. I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? 
I'm amazing. I, I did. I was busy. Yes. Made a, a stop to, to Baltimore, Maryland today. Had a, a great time at, at Johns Hopkins Hospital and, and school. And I, I, I'll actually share more of that information with everyone tomorrow. And then, yeah, just, just, just worked and relaxed a little bit. And like everybody, I watched, I watched football. And I tried to eat. And then watch more football. And then relax. I'm ready for this plane story. Oh, well, my, my plane today? Just in general, I, I saw that. I'm looking forward well, to it. Listen, o- Odell Beckham Jr. isn't the only person who has a, uh, an interesting plane story. I, I have my own today. Uh, I had an amazing time in Baltimore, but uh, just a funny plane story. We'll get to that. And then we'll obviously talk about the bigger plane story, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. It's, there's some people that it doesn't matter what they do or what they say or where they're at. There's, there's always an issue. And so we're going to talk about Odell next hour. But as we have moved on to another week of the NFL season, and it's going to conclude tonight when these Steelers, I don't know, I, I guess they'll hold on to beat the Colts. The Colts have just, just all season long have had a, a difficult time scoring the ball. We're going to get to all of that, but let's start off. And by the way, you know how to reach me here. We got a phone number. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can contact me. I am at JR Sport Brief on all social media. Going through all of the games yesterday, and I had a chance to kind of flip through and, and watch everything. We are now just just further cementing the teams that will actually compete and the teams that are just going to sink in the toilet. And unfortunately, a lot of the teams that are are sinking in the toilet, they are, you know, uh, at the bottom of the ocean. They're like the Titanic. I was able to watch a documentary on the Titanic over the weekend. We got a lot of old ships that are sinking. We got a lot of older or just flat old quarterbacks who are having just garbage seasons maybe it's not their entire fault it's a team sport 52 other guys on the roster as well but we got some some brand names they're not living up to anything that you would expect i mean this is an image that that went viral yesterday this is an image that just really encapsulates what the season has looked like for the denver broncos who are now 3-8 and eight after bringing in Russell Wilson. Who cares about the game with the Carolina Panthers? If you need to know the score, it was 23-10. to 10. The Denver Broncos didn't score a touchdown until about three minutes left in the damn game. The Broncos can't score to save their lives. They have lost seven out of their last eight games. Their only victory came in that London game. Remember that one when they took on Jacksonville? This is what Russell Wilson wanted, right? He wanted a new team. He wanted a new offense. I think it's a foregone conclusion. Last week before the holidays or before Thanksgiving, we talked about coaches on the hot seat. Nathaniel Hackett is just ducking and dodging every question about his future. And Russell Wilson on the sideline, he was getting yelled at by his own defensive tackle, Mike Purcell. The Broncos' defense throughout the course of the season has done a damn good job. The offense can't do anything. The defense yesterday, 
they didn't do a, a, a great job. And so Mike Purcell was already mad at his own defense. He was mad at the offense. And then he ran over to Russell Wilson and basically screamed at this dude, I can only assume, to go get some damn points. And everybody pretty much, you know, tampered this down. You know, Russell Wilson didn't really have an expression, was just like, okay, okay. But you could see this man was beyond ticked off. And Russell Wilson, even after the game, in the most Russell Wilson way possible, he kind of poured water on this entire fire. Mike and I are on the same page. You know, we, he, um, he came off uh, you know, after they, I think they kicked the field goal, and he, he, was, he was pissed off. He just said, we got we to F and go, you know. And uh, I, I agree, <laughs> you know. So me and him on the same page. We, you know, we're, there's no, uh, there's no uh, animosity there at all. We, we're on the same page. We, we, we got to win. You know, we got to come out here and have some uh, some some grit to us, some mentality to us. We got to be able to win these you know these these, these football games, and um, you know, so those guys are out there battling every play. You know, in offense, we got to be able to capitalize, and so um, so yeah, no, there, there's nothing there at all. I mean, me, me and him, there's, there was no uh, you know nothing there. Yeah, the only thing that was missing was a body slam. That's it. If Mike Purcell, who is a gigantic human being, picked up Russell Wilson and just slammed him, that's it. We all know what it was. Yeah, everybody's frustrated. And what is anybody going to do? Nothing. The Denver Broncos are done for this year. They're 3-8. and eight. They lost to a team that sent Sam Darnold back out there to play. They got Sam Darnold back. Sam Darnold hasn't thrown a football in about a year. And we know Sam Darnold stinks. You got beat by Sam Darnold. There is nothing that's going to change for the Denver Broncos the rest of the season. Get used to more Russell Wilson explaining away all the negatives with the team. Talking about the future. I guess we'll be at the last game of the season and Russell Wilson will come out and remind everybody, yeah, 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 we, we still got to compete. Man, you'll suck. There's no cleaning this up. There's no lipstick on a pig. There's, there's no fixing your wideouts. There's no fixing running backs getting hurt. There's no fixing fumbling running backs. There's no fixing the offensive line. And there's no fixing him. Russell Wilson doesn't move the way that he used to. He's not running around and, and scrambling. He's not moving like he was in Wisconsin. Sorry, this is not college anymore, but he ain't running like that. He's not scrambling like he was early on in his career in Seattle. He's stationary. Is that going to be good enough? Probably not. Broncos are going nowhere and get used to more Russell Wilson video, more Russell Wilson explanations. We got a whole lot more of them coming. And he's not the only established I would say potentially future Hall of Fame QB who's getting punched in the gut right now. How about a surefire Hall of Famer? How about the most successful quarterback here in the Super Bowl era? The man who decided to retire, come back, play football, and lose. What about Tom Brady? His team. I watched the end of this game. Quite hilarious when Tom Brady, and I know it's not the same old Browns. Tom Brady lost to the Browns. The Buccaneers lost to the Browns. 
Todd Bowles not necessarily, not even necessarily, Todd Bowles not being aggressive at the end of the game, not allowing Tom Brady to potentially try to move the ball downfield to win a game, but deciding to go into overtime, the Bucks lost to the Browns. Tom Brady just so happens to be the starting quarterback because he wanted to. And Tom Brady is playing behind an offensive line that they, they, basically, they basically drafted these guys out of high school. Alex Kappa, he decided to go to Cincinnati. And he's very vulgar. Bengals won their game, by the way, against Tennessee, and he decided to curse out the whole state. Ali Marpet decided to quit. He's in retirement. Good for him. Maybe he can give Tom Brady some tips. Ryan Jensen hurt. And now you got Tristan Wirfs, who, who suffered a high ankle sprain. Tom Brady's Buccaneers are 5 and 6. And if they didn't play in such a garbage division in the AFC South, they would even be no playoffs here. We'll, we will probably still get Tom Brady in the playoffs just because the NFC, excuse me, the NFC South, it stinks. Carolina not doing anything. Falcons aren't doing anything. I just told you about the the Panthers. This is a pathetic division. And so they're still alive, even though they lost to the Browns. And so Tom Brady, after the game, he talked about how bad it hurts to just suffer another loss. Just didn't score enough points, you know. So 17 points isn't going to do it, and that's basically what we've been doing all year. So we just got to, um, yeah, it's like the same thing, you know. Uh, had a chance, you know, give them a lot of credit. They made some real clutch plays. You know, fourth down completion for the touchdown was a great play. But we had our chances, you know, we just didn't make the plays and they did. Ouch. At least he, he's, he uses less words than Russell Wilson. Like Russell Wilson is uh, like catching a kid lying about something that they did. Did you take the cookies out the cookie jar? Tom Brady's just like, yeah, I took the cookies, punish me. Russell Wilson is trying to explain away the whole situation. He's Tom Brady gets to the point. They're not good. They lost to the Browns 23-17, to and, and we, had to, we had to go to overtime to see this take place. Come on. Up next for Tom Brady, at least they take on a team that will allow them to even out their record. They got the Saints. On Monday Night Football, who just scored zero points against the 49ers. And then we have another quarterback. This one is, uh, he takes the cake when it comes to established quarterbacks. Because, yeah, Tom Brady is established, but, uh, you know, he's, you may not like him. You know, Russell Wilson, he might be a pain in the ass. He might be annoying. But this guy actually takes the cake he lost yesterday as well last night he went down with an injury which is terrible he actually had his replacement go into the game and score a touchdown his name is Aaron Rodgers the Packers were in Philadelphia to take on the Eagles the Packers lost 40-33 to that score isn't indicative of what the Packers did Aaron Rodgers went down with a, initially it was called an oblique injury. And then it was clarified to be a rib injury. 
And then Aaron Rodgers told everybody he exited the game because he couldn't move, he couldn't breathe, he couldn't function. He worried that he might have had a punctured lung. But he's fine. And throughout all of this, Aaron Rodgers made it clear that, yes, we stunk, but don't worry. Don't worry about my rib. Don't worry about my lung. I don't care if Jordan Love threw a touchdown. The starting job is still mine. Listen to this. We put up 33 points and battle against the number one seed. I think there's a lot to feel good about. Obviously, uh, defense is going to you know, not feel great about some of those things. And obviously, I turned the ball over twice. As long as we're mathematically alive, I'd like to be out there. Oh, okay. Okay. Reasonable. And he did. Aaron Rodgers threw two interceptions. He threw two touchdowns. And this game was just from the get-go about how bad the Eagles were going to stomp them out. And so for Aaron Rodgers' sake, the team that's next up on the schedule is a team that he has let everybody know that he basically owns. The Packers are going into Chicago to take on the Bears. Early game start. And let's see how Aaron Rodgers performs. As long as they are available and alive in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers still wants to play, and good on him. The Packers now have a record of 4-8. and eight. Can they beat Chicago? Yeah, sure, why not? After that, they take on the Rams. Monday night football. Can they beat them? Oh, yeah, the Rams stink too. They can't score. The Miami Dolphins are on the schedule. Not going to be easy, Aaron Rodgers. Minnesota is on the schedule. Not going to be easy. And I know this sounds crazy, but they beat them already. The Packers finish up their season against the Detroit Lions. Sounds crazy to say it. Not going to be easy. And so Aaron Rodgers, when is he going to sit down? Maybe sooner than later. The Packers might as well see what they have and Jordan Love. It was a rough Sunday if you are a big-name QB. Russell Wilson, Broncos stink. Tom Brady, below 500 with the Bucks. Aaron Rodgers still searching and hunting for an offense. The Packers are 4-8, and eight, and Aaron Rodgers wants to continue to play until they have no shot at the playoffs. I guess he wants to earn as much of that uh, $50 million as he can. It's hard knock life for the old guys, isn't it? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. As we continue on with the show, obviously, I'll keep you updated on Monday Night Football, of which, oh my goodness, the, the Colts are trying to still make it a game here. 16 to 10, Pittsburgh is up. We're going to talk about Odell and his plane incident. We're going to talk about the Ravens. I mentioned them. They decided to choke away the end of a game. Zach Wilson. Nobody likes this guy. It's quite apparent right now. We got a lot to do. When we come back on the other side, I'm going to talk about the actual good teams in the NFL, starting with the Eagles. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you. Happy Monday night on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, my goodness. The, the Indianapolis Colts can't even, they can't even hand the ball off. They're over here trying to score a touchdown. They're in the red zone. They're trying to take the lead. And they fumble the ball on a handoff. Matt Ryan tries to give the ball. Oh, my goodness. He fumbles it. Tries to give it to Taylor, and they, they, they fumble it. So they have a chance to take the lead. Now Pittsburgh has the ball back, and it's just a, it's just a complete disaster. I'm sure Jeff Saturday, if this doesn't work out, he will be right back. On television, and God bless him. Also, I got to let you know, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, we we talked about bad performances uh, to start the show off, just how bad things are for some of the established quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. I want to slip this in here before I get back to football. The Brooklyn Nets, they they even their their record up to 500. They are now 11-11. And I guess there's there's good and there's always bad with the Brooklyn Nets. This is the good, the ridiculously good, the make-no-damn-sense good. Kevin Durant dropped 45 points against the Orlando Magic. Okay, sure, it's, it's Kevin Durant. The man shot 19 of 24 from the field. This was the Kevin Durant show. He wasn't out there jacking up shots. He was absolutely on fire. 19 of 24 from the field. He only took four free throws. He was three of five from downtown. That's the good, in addition to the fact that the Brooklyn Nets are 11-11. 500 even. This is the bad. Are you shocked and or surprised that Ben Simmons is hurt? Yes, Ben Simmons had to sit out second half of the game due to knee soreness. And so Ben Simmons, playing 11 minutes, scored zero points and went 0 for 3 after putting together a solid stretch of games where he really showed glimpses of the all-star that he was. Hopefully he can come back and be healthy. Another team that has kind of been in the dumps, not expected to be the defending champion Golden State Warriors. Their record is now 11-10 and 10 after their own victory. Not tonight, but last night as they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves 137-114. to And so we have two teams, uh, some expectations. Golden State expected to uh, defend their championship, and the Nets expected to be a disaster. At least they're, they're moving in, I guess, the same direction, and that's, that's over 500. Speaking of over 500, back to the NFL, we got some teams that are – that are doing, they're doing more than just being even or mediocre or sitting at 500. These are teams that are actually on the up and up. We talked about the Green Bay Packers and how far Aaron Rodgers and that squad is just in the dumps right now. It's just like a countdown towards when the season ends, a countdown towards when we see Jordan Love play. But the team that beat them, the Eagles, knocking them off 40-33, to 33, it's really a question now of, what do the Eagles do in the playoffs? 
And it's been that way for a few weeks, especially after they suffered their first loss at the hands of the Minnesota Vikings. People want to see if Jalen Hurts is going to be MVP. There's an opportunity for him to be the first quarterback in NFL history to pass for 4,000 yards and rush for another 1,000. We know they play 17 games now, but at this point, the Eagles are at the top of the NFC East. They would get the bye if they can hold on and maintain this lead. And even if there happens to be a a tiebreaker, that's not going to fall in their favor, as we know. The, The Vikings have beat them. And so the Eagles, they are just lighting people up. They take on the Tennessee Titans next. And I call the Titans the, the Derrick Henrys. Like, I don't look at the Titans, and I'm not, I'm not afraid of them. The Eagles, all things being equal or even, they should go 11-1. and one. And with all of the weapons that they have from a rushing perspective, a passing perspective – Jalen Hurts, man, putting up 40 against the pack. He knows, listen, our offense is not to be messed with. You know, for us as a football team, as an offense, it's like your favorite steakhouse, your favorite restaurant, five-star, bougie restaurants you like to go to. You know, you have your steak of the day, your selection of the day, the chef's selection. You know, I feel like for us, we can kind of do, you know, do it all what <laughs> that's uh so chef chef he said he got me thinking about meat i called you chef is he is he comparing the eagles offense to the actual steak the steakhouse or the chef i believe it's the chef but i guess when you go nine and ten your first two years and then somehow go ten and one the following you can kind of say and do whatever you want, even though it doesn't make any sense to anybody else besides you. That's that's fine. Right. They they have a wide selection of offensive weapons. Okay. Each each offensive weapon is a different cut of meat. You know, every now and then, I'm not a gigantic steak eater, but right. I will treat myself maybe maybe about once a year. I'll go to one of those Brazilian steakhouses. Wow, fancy. Yeah, not well. <laughs> depends on on which one. All right. You know, the ones where they bring out the meat and you got to tell the guy, stop bringing the damn meat. Yeah. Yeah. I think after one trip a year, I don't want any more meat. And so I I, I guess that's what he's talking about. I got a question for you. Yes. Is it about meat or him? Oh, it's it's in relation to him, but it's about, I mean, I get it. It's a juicy question. So that's my correlation with meat. Do do we have a drum beat? Do we have that sound effect? Uh, We don't, but I can get it very quickly. A juicy, okay. It's a juicy question. Go ahead. Speaking well, of steak. Well, Jay, I'm curious. I'm curious where where you, where you fall on this right now. Yeah. You have Mahomes, who I think took a step back a little bit yesterday. I think everyone anticipated them getting over the Rams in significant fashion. They did not. But Jalen Hurts continues to defy logic and show that he is anything but really a third year quarterback. Right now, has Jalen shown enough to you to be the MVP? Uh, who's who's yes. the favorite? He, he can be the MVP, and, and today he is the quote-unquote favorite. Uh, but a lot of this is going to depend on what their record looks like at the end of the year. I think that's going to be an indicator. You know, if the Philadelphia Eagles go through the rest of the season and they maintain one loss, it's, it's very easy to give it to him. Uh, I would favor him. But we know Patrick Mahomes. We, we've seen him. He has a track record. 
Uh, if he goes out there and decides to just pile on stats for the remainder of the season, I think that most voters would give him the benefit of the doubt if they start going out there just annihilating squads. And so, you know, I've thought about that a lot, obviously. It's something that we're going to talk about as the season continues to roll on. But right now, today, this moment, I would say he is the leader uh, for MVP. But I know that that can change very quickly depending on what happens with these next six games, you know, for the Eagles. So, uh, but he's, he's definitely in the conversation. I think uh, Josh Allen has kind of fallen out of favor in the Buffalo Bills and in and, and their lull that they've been through. And so I believe it'll, it'll take place between either Mahomes or Hurts. And if it's even, I think they'll, they'll kind of give a nod towards the, uh, the more established player and they might have to say, well, Hurts, you may have to come back next year and win it outright. Those are the type of, these are the type of seasons that set you up for next year where people go, oh, he's, he's the favorite. It's all, all storyline driven, but he definitely deserves it. And I, I can't wait to see him, you know, get paid and see what that contract looks like. Someone who's on the opposite side, and it's actually crazy, he is still playing football no expectation for him to play not for the 49ers this year and that's that's Jimmy Garoppolo his team is seven and four they had a I don't want to call it an exciting game they beat the Saints 13 and nothing okay fine you blank the team their defense is awesome but the Saints have had problems scoring all year long I even saw jokes yesterday about Michael Thomas and it's just like can Michael Thomas be injured in peace the Saints have not been blanked since 2001. The 49ers have now moved their record to 7-4. and four. Elijah Mitchell went down with a sprained MCL. You want to talk about Jalen Hurts and all of the offensive options and weapons that they have? Well, the Niners have a multitude of offensive weapons, and they know how to use them. Although yesterday, this is a little bit more of a, of a let's tough it out type game. And Jimmy Garoppolo, who is a extremely glorified game manager, he talked about how tough this win was. It was a gritty game. Uh, proud of the guys today, just how they, they fought through all the adversity that was thrown at us. I mean, it was all types of adversity, and we just kept going, man. I think that was a, that was a good win for us. Well, they better find some offense quickly, the 49ers, because next up, the Dolphins. I don't know if they're going to put up 30 points on them in the first half of a football game. Uh, But all things considered, the 49ers better find some offense and try to keep up with with what the Dolphins are doing with Tua Tonga-Valoa and Hill and Waddle. Another team, they had no issue. They played on Thanksgiving. They're also one of the top teams in the NFL right now, the NFC. I still am not fully confident in them in the postseason. It's the Minnesota Vikings. You probably sat down and watched them on Thursday night, Thanksgiving. They beat New England 33-26. to Before that, they, they lost to the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys riding that high horse. And the Vikings trying to correct their season where people don't think that, oh, they're just a fluke. And Kirk Cousins sitting around eating them dry-ass turkey legs on television. He- yeah, it's a lot of meat references here. Kirk Cousins says, of course we were going to bounce back from that Cowboys loss. We had a lot of long drives and sustained drives and, uh, you know, found a way to get more explosives today, which I think was important to get more explosive plays. It was a bit of a, 
challenge throughout the game to be aware of how much they were trying to, you know, really take Justin out of the game and then how much they were still going to give us opportunities to get in the football. It's it's Bill Belichick. He's not going to make life easy for anybody. And so as we talked about quarterbacks and teams on a little bit of a downswing, or they they just down. The Broncos, the Bucks, the Packers, they're just down. Congratulations to the Eagles, the 49ers, who I am extremely high on, and the Minnesota Vikings for being up. I wonder how many more steakhouses and, and meat references we can you know, include here in the open of the show, but we'll figure it out. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back from break, you know, I do want to mention this. You, we, we talked about the Cowboys, you know, beating uh, the Vikings. The Cowboys, obviously, uh, one of the top teams in the NFC right now. Mike McCarthy talked about Odell Beckham Jr. today. We know that that is someone that the Cowboys want. If you didn't hear about Odell's incident on a plane on Sunday, I'll talk about that. And And you know what? Let's... Let's have that conversation on the other side of the break. I want to update you on what took place with Odell. I want to tell you about the Dallas Cowboys in their pursuit of Odell Beckham Jr. And then I want to share with you my own plane story from today, a couple of hours ago, in Baltimore, Maryland. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, my goodness. Someone actually scored a Monday Night Football. It's a competitive game. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I'm a new listener, but a long time radio personality over the years, and uh, you're just enlightening. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS, as you just heard from Marco Belletti at this moment, at this second, the Indianapolis Colts, they currently lead the Pittsburgh Steelers 17-16. to 16. About 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Pittsburgh currently has the ball trying to retake the lead as they are in their own territory. They're in the red zone. So let's see if Pittsburgh can go ahead and you know, regain this this lead. We'll keep you up to date on the game there. Right before we went to break, we talked about some of the, the great teams doing an excellent job in the NFL, primarily the NFC. Uh, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, uh, continuing to light it up. MVP candidate right there, I think, with Mahomes. The 49ers continuing to emerge. And the Vikings, they just keep on winning. We saw what they did on Thanksgiving against the New England Patriots, beating them 33 to 26. Uh, I want to tell you about the Dallas Cowboys, another one of the top teams in the NFC, and then more specifically their pursuit of Odell Beckham Jr. I think it's becoming very clear here 
If you're the Cowboys, if you're Odell, is it a good mix? Is it a good match? And then we saw the New York Giants lose to those Cowboys on Thanksgiving as well. I'll talk about that and Odell, his own issue and problem on a plane this past Sunday. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Eugene, Oregon, and let's talk to Patrick. Patrick, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, I just think uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, he's an innovator. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, like introverting, you know what I mean? Jalen Holmes. He's a what? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is a what? He's like he's like he's like the almost the new not the new I'm sorry I'm saying it wrong but Jalen Hurts is the new Patrick Mahomes I want to say and like okay um he's he's introverting a new game is what I wanted to say oh okay he's introverting so, a new, like, okay okay my bad man I did I said it backwards or whatever but I think okay. Jalen Hurts is introverting a new game. Uh-huh. Patty Mahomes is uh, just kind of, uh, you know, uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers are going bye-bye. Anyway, <laughs> oh. thanks for taking my call. Oh, thank you, Patrick, from Eugene. I, I think he might have had some uh, some bad food from Thanksgiving. I never heard that one before. Intra- I'm tr- what word did he want to use? He could have said creating, innovating. I, I don't know. Introverting? That doesn't. I don't even is hey Shep is introverting a word probably not right I don't feel it's a, it's it would be the past tense you would think but no that's yeah, not you, a, yeah that's not a word y- you can be an introvert but that has nothing to do with playing football right and I, I, listen he he where he went wrong was he got the analogy wrong well I, I appreciate <laughs> he what, the order I, I appreciate what he said I appreciate his uh, his attempt at at, at utilizing Webster's. Uh, my English is not perfect. I destroy words all the time, uh, but I know I know introverting ain't what it is. See, I just there's an example. My English is awful. But anyway, having said that, Patrick Mahomes is going bye bye. Do do I even need to respond to that? No, I don't. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Patrick Mahomes is like Brady. Yeah, sure, right. Okay, let's let's tack on twenty years to the guy and. uh I think then we'll have uh, uh, Tom Brady. Speaking of tacking something on, Odell Beckham Jr. needs to be thrilled and happy. He didn't have handcuffs tacked onto him at the airport yesterday. For whatever reason, welcome to 2022, where people just need the attention on them for ridiculous reasons. Odell was just tweeting vague. He, well, he had vague tweets on Sunday. He's like, oh, my God, I never thought that this would happen to me. Oh, my goodness, I can't believe this took place. And nobody knows what the hell he's talking about. He needs the attention on him. And so then we find out that he was on a flight, I believe, going from Miami International Airport to Los Angeles. Sitting in first class. He's in the front of the plane. He's on the plane. And it was alleged that he was booted from the plane because he wasn't obeying the flight attendant's rules. They wanted him to put his seatbelt on. They claimed that he was in and out of just being conscious. He was he was knocked out or he was being unruly. 
and refused to do it. Odell Beckham Jr.'s lawyer, of course his lawyer had to chime in here. His lawyer says that Odell was just, he was just asleep. I guess he had a rough night in Miami. It's possible. He was just knocked out that he wasn't being disobedient, that Odell wasn't following rules. He just did what a lot of people want to do on a flight. Go to bed. Take a nap. Get some sleep. And so now we have, I don't want to call this Odell Gate because it's not that big of a deal, but the flight did need to be stopped. The flight took off and moved from the gate already. The pilot had to take the plane back to the gate and tell everybody to get off because of Odell. And then he was escorted off the plane, calmly I might add, by officers. And at that point, his lawyer says that he was able to find, as I'm sure he is, his own way to Los Angeles. He found different arrangements. He wasn't rebooked. But there were, there were obviously people taking video of him walking off of the plane. You obviously had a lot of disgruntled passengers who I'm sure over Thanksgiving weekend were already irritated about the conditions at the airport, the crowdedness, the security, the lines. I'd be ticked off, too, if I sat on a plane and had to get off because of one jerk. And it's, it's, a, it's a shame. Like, who cares what the real scenario or story is? There was some type of issue, whether the flight attendant was being a pain in the ass or a jerk. How did Odell respond? Did he not just put the seatbelt on? Like, who was the jerk? Is Odell being picked on, or is he being the center of attention? I don't know why, after the fact, on Twitter, Odell didn't just say, yeah, I, I got kicked off of... Why Why do we need tweets that say, oh, I can't believe this happened, and I'd never think that this would happen? Just put the phone down, man. It's really simple. And so after seeing that, that this entire scenario take place I'm saying to myself do the Giants want this distraction do the Dallas Cowboys want this distraction what about the Buffalo Bills what about the Kansas City Chiefs Odell Beckham Jr. is is on his way to meet with the Giants and the Cowboys and before he even walks in the building to take a meeting The conversation is about an incident on a plane. Does it matter who was at fault? Is a celebrity being picked on? Or was Odell just, was he really sleeping? Or was he being a pain in the ass? It doesn't matter. It's a distraction. I'm going to tell you what the Dallas Cowboys had to say about this. And if they even care. And on the other side of the break, I'm going to tell you about my own experience today on a flight in Baltimore. And we'll talk Monday Night Football. The JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 